Hello, I'm Alex Davies, founder of Wealth Club. Today I'm with Oliver Brown of RC Brown to talk about the RC Brown AIM IHT service. Hello, Oliver. Hi, Alex. Good to see you. Good to see you. Um, firstly, just tell us about RC Brown, who they are, what they do, and a bit about your own background. Yes, so RC Brown Investment Management was founded over 30 years ago. We run money for a broad range of private clients, charities and pension funds. I've been with the business for 16 years. Uh, prior to that, I qualified as a chartered accountant. I head up the AIM Inheritance Tax Service uh, and also run a UK equity fund. OK, well, tell me about the Inheritance Tax Service. What's the aim to do for investors? Yes, yeah, so we invest in a portfolio of 30 to 40 AIM-listed business relief qualifying stocks. And as long as the investor holds those for a period of at least two years, then that portfolio will not be sub subject to inheritance tax on their death. It also allows an investor to keep control of their assets for longer rather than perhaps giving them away. So what type of companies do you look to invest in, Ollie, and the sort of, what are the key characteristics? So we like companies that are market leaders in their sector or have a particular niche. This helps them to protect their profit margins when competitors enter. We like company with growth characteristics because um, we believe stock markets and the AIM market in particular is about growth. And sectors or types of companies that you avoid? So as investment managers, we think it's important to keep an open mind because the economy evolves and companies evolve. But we don't like to invest in business plans because we find them very hard to value and we simply don't know if they will come to fruition. You know, perhaps an example would be an early stage biotechnology company that may have a drug that is awaiting regulatory approval. But of course, if it doesn't get regulatory approval, then the shares are likely to be worthless. So we're not likely to invest in something that has a binary outcome like that. And you're sort of well known for investing in primary opportunities. Um, can you tell viewers what those are and um, you know, what sort of things you look for there? Yes, so we like to invest at the stage that a company is raising money. We call this our primary opportunities process. And the reason we do this is because when a company wants to raise money, it needs to open its books so that we and other investors can see how the company is trading. And this reduces the potential for nasty outcomes further down the line. If a company wants to raise money and issue shares, then it will also typically do so at a discount to the prevailing market price. And therefore, we're able to buy in a bit cheaper than the average investor, which over time will add value to the portfolio. Can you give me some recent examples of investments um, you've made? Yes, yeah, so we recently invested in a company called FRP Advisory, which is a debt restructuring and insolvency business. It raised money in order to strengthen its balance sheet and also will allow it to attract some more teams to the business as well. It also will give it some firepower in case it wants to go and acquire another business. We, we like the company because with the current difficult economic outlook, there are a lot of companies that are wanting its advice, so we see the company is well positioned to continue to grow. It also pays a, a useful dividend as well. And do you have another example? Uh, yes, so we invested uh, in a company called Sayeta. We actually added to our holding in it for, for many investors and for our newer investors, we actually put it into their portfolios for the first time. And, and Sayeta 
is uh, a designer and manufacturer of electric drive systems that are used in electric vehicles from mopeds through to buses and even boats. Um, it is a very, very exciting company that is forecast to grow its sales very quickly indeed. It's got an excellent management team. And if they meet their expectations, then we expect them to perform very well indeed. And can you talk to me about some of the more established companies you've got in their portfolio? Yes. So a company called Elexir, which is a consultancy business that is a challenger, very much a challenger to the big four, the likes of PwC and, and Deloitte's, their consulting arms. Now, we first invested in this company uh, back in 2020. We were attracted by its growth prospects and a really good management team. And since then, the shares have actually trebled as they've exceeded market expectations. And of course, we hope there'll be further growth to come as well. After two strong years, the AIM market is um, having a very tough time. Um, how, what are you doing with your portfolio? Yes, yeah, so you're right, the AIM market has had a, a very good couple of years, but the last 12 months have unquestionably been a lot more challenging. Um, you know, our portfolios uh, and, and the AIM market as a whole have fallen around 30% from their highs. Um, this is on the back of growth companies, which make up a large proportion of our portfolio and the AIM market as a whole have derated. We've also had the, the war in Ukraine and the inflation and the interest rate rises that have occurred that has made it just a very difficult market for, for investing in. Some of our companies have lowered their sales and profit forecasts because of the difficult economic environment and therefore have suffered falls in their share prices. But I'm pleased to say a number of our companies are continuing to trade well, albeit some of those have still seen share price falls. And you do find this in times of economic distress and market difficulties, where investors tend to flee to blue chip equities and bonds and rather ignore uh, smaller companies. But of course, that does present an opportunity for, for investors as well. So is the current environment affecting the quality of companies that you can invest in and also the number of opportunities? So there's certainly less money has been raised this year than in previous years when quite a lot of money was raised on the AIM market. The IPO market, for example, is much quieter, although we do expect to see some uh, opportunities in the final quarter of this year. But good quality companies are still able to raise money in these markets. We've seen over a billion and a half pounds raised on the AIM market this year. So whilst there certainly are fewer opportunities, there are still opportunities to buy into some good companies. And how often do you sell and when's the right time to sell a stock? So when there is a new primary opportunity that we want to buy into, then we will look to sell a holding in the existing portfolio, perhaps something that's in a similar sector. A company that has performed poorly uh, and has disappointed and the trading we're still concerned about, we've lost confidence in the management uh, and, and the company itself and we feel there's further downside pressure on the shares, then we would also look to exit there as well. And do you sell often? We are active investors and when there are primary opportunities that we want to invest in, then absolutely we will want to put those in our portfolio, which will then trigger us to make sure that we are selling some of the stocks that we, we no longer have as much conviction in. If someone wanted to invest in your portfolio, how risky would you tell them it was? It certainly should be considered as a high-risk investment. You are investing in a concentrated portfolio of smaller companies. We've seen in recent times 
when the COVID pandemic hit, the A market fell very significantly, but then recovered strongly. And obviously this year as well, with the recessionary fears, the A market has also um, had falls as well. But for the longer term investor who is interested in the benefits of inheritance tax savings, then there are still some very good quality companies on AIM and now at materially lower prices than there were perhaps 12 months ago. And finally, Ollie, there's a few different IHT portfolios around. Why should investors consider you? Yes, yeah, so our primary opportunities approach allows an investor to participate in equity fundraising. That is allowing us to uh, invest typically at a discount, so this adds value over time. Uh, we've been investing in this way for over 30 years. We've been investing on the AIM market since its inception over 25 years ago. And our management fees are also very competitive and we don't charge any dealing costs so that we can be genuinely active so that when we buy and sell stock, we're not adding costs to the portfolio. Oliver Brown, RC Brown, thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you.